0: has emphasized that two things are to be done excessively and two things that we cannot do without two things to be done excessively one is the recitation of la ilaha illallah the other is istighfar and the other two things which we cannot do without is to keep asking Allah for jannahs and keep seeking Allah's refuge from jannah very great muhaddis, very great alim and faqih so he used to recite all these four in one line so this is the amal upon all these ahadi, all these aspects in one time la ilaha illallah, astaghfirullah, allahum salukal jannah aljannah, wa'audu bika al nar so this is something to be done repeatedly every now and again throughout the day whenever we can every now and again a few times also repeatedly so among these four things one of the aspects is istighfar. Istighfar is to seek Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness and the need for istighfar, the need to keep seeking Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness is like the needs that we have for breathing, for a person's physical existence and for him to be able to continue living physically, we need to breathe. For our spiritual life to be in place and in order for us to keep spiritually alive we need to breathe istighfar. because insan is insan, we keep slipping somewhere, we keep erring in whatever we do sometimes we might not even be conscious of the fact that we have made a mistake somewhere Sometimes there's a thought in the heart which is not in order. Sometimes a thought in the heart can tantamount, tantamount to rebirth. One is now a person was speaking ill of someone, and then he becomes conscious of it. That well, this was wrong. I made a rebirth of the person. Sometimes he's talking to himself about the wrong of somebody else. So now he's not talking to anybody else. So he didn't even think about it that this too tantamounts to rebirth. He's talking to himself, and he's. Thinking about the wrong, about the evil that somebody else committed. Now, that too requires istighfar. So this is the lesson that we have been given, that especially in the Mubarak month of Ramadan, to tremendously increase the istighfar. In one hadith sharif, Rasulullah sallallahu الله عليه وسلم, gives the virtue of istighfar, that man lazimal istighfar. Lazimal istighfar, one is the expression that man istaghfara the one who makes istighfar but that's not how it's expressed here in the hadith sharif that the one who makes istighfar the expression here is man lazimal istighfar the one who attaches himself, who holds fast to istighfar a person who, there's a lifeline, there's a rope that has been thrown to him he is drowning, Allah forbid or whatever the situation might be and he needs to grab onto that So when he grabs onto that rope that won't be the manner of how he just holds something else which might not be so crucial, something he has to pick up from the floor, he'll just hold it very lightly. Here he'll grab onto it with both hands with all his strength. Now that is the message that is being given in this expression, man lazimal istighfar. The person who just for our understanding again makes istighfar like his breathing. So when he has made istighfar like his breathing repeatedly nastaghfirullah allahummaghfirli astaghfirullah allahumma inni astaghfiruka wa tubu ilai. so repeatedly various formulas of istighfar nabi sallallahu says that allah ta'ala ja'ala lahu min kulli dhiqin makhrajan wa min kulli hammin faraja wa razaqahu min haythu la yahtasib la ta'ala will give him a solution out of every problem now this is not the empty promise of people who can't even know what's, whether they can even stand up to that or not. The promises that politicians make and the promises that people of dunya make. This is a promise that Rasulullah is making from the guarantee that Allah Taala gave. جَعَلَ اللَّهُ مِن كُلِّ Allah Taala will grant him a solution out of every problem. وَمِن كُلِّ Hammin فَرَجًا and grant him relief out of every grief. Hum hum is one level of grief which is beyond the just very cursory level. One is known as hum, that is a light grief that happens. And hum is that level of grief, Alham al Insan, that extent of grief that sometimes withers a person away. He his health gets affected, whatever. So that person who latches on to istighfar, Allah Ta'ala will grant him relief out of every grief. وَرَزَقَهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبُ Allah Ta'ala will grant him sustenance and rizq from sources he cannot imagine. So all these are the needs that a person has, his needs of dunya and akhirah are all encompassed in this. His need of dunya, all his rizq, and if he gets the forgiveness of Allah Ta'ala, and the solution to all the problems, problems of dunya and akhirat, what more is left? Everything is included. So this is a lesson of Ramadan, but the lessons of Ramadan are for the whole life of a person. Ramadan comes to boost us for the rest of the 11 months, gives us that <clears throat> himmat, that courage. MashaAllah, the person conducted himself in the month of Ramadan in these a'mal, exceeded, excessively engaged in these a'mal, excelled in them. So now, after Ramadan, he may not be able to continue at that rate, how much tilawat he made in the month of Ramadan, how much of istighfar he made, how much of other a'mal he engaged in. He may not be able to continue at the same rate, but with the barakat of how he conducted himself in Ramadan, inshallah, these a'mal will continue after Ramadan. The Mashaikh states that the link of Jumu'ah to the rest of the week, that if a person has conducted his Jumu'ah very well, meaning his day of Jum'ah was conducted in a proper manner conscious of the A'mal of Jum'ah reciting Suratul Kahaf then excessive of Durul Sharif uh, various of the A'mal of Jum'ah and then being more conscious of Allah, Taala. it's an auspicious day that will impact on the rest of the week and the rest of his week inshallah will continue in a similar fashion and Allah forbid the opposite that if the Jumu'ah was conducted in a neglectful manner, without any care, the person is still continuing with sin, etc. That will impact on the rest of the week. That relationship between Jumu'ah and the rest of the week is a similar situation between Ramadan and the rest of the year. How the person will engage himself in Ramadan, that will impact on the other 11 months. The person who has engaged himself in Amal, in the obedience of Allah Ta'ala, so the more that this happens in Ramadan, the more it will impact on the rest of the year. Whatever time has passed, has passed. But if we use this rest of time that is still available to us in the proper manner, engaging ourselves, inshallah, this tool will cover up for the loss of what has already passed and will also still pave the way for our easy movement forward after Ramadan as well. Allah Tawarik wa ta'ala give us the